This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has released the results of its latest round of Conservation Reserve Program General sign-up. Ex-Secretary Tom Vilsack spoke to the National Association of Farm Broadcasting this morning and offered a look at the numbers. We are going to lose uh, about three and a half, uh, 3.4 million acres from CRP uh, that's going out. Uh, what's coming in is 2,071,495 acres. That represents about 55% uh, of the contracts that are expiring are coming back in. Zach Ducheneau is the administrator of USDA's Farm Service Agency. He says he's happy producers are interested in the program and have the choice to participate in it. They have from now till they sign the contract to fully commit to that choice so they can make market-based decisions and try to arrive at what's going to be best for them in the long run. I think the certainty that CRP can offer over a 10 or 15 year period is really comforting and it just drives the point home. We've got to continue to provide tools to producers so they can have some certainty that they're going to be able to continue into the next decade with their production. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. The ag industry has worked for years to gain exemptions from trucking rules for live animals. There's also been a push to expand the waivers to other aspects of the industry through regulatory action or legislation. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says he isn't opposed to the idea so long as it's safe for others on the road. I think the path forward has to be informed by the, the data on safety. That, that, that's the bottom line. Uh, we, we need, a, a, you know, whether it's legislative, administrative, or, or both, we need to recognize that, a, that a, a trailer full of shoes is not the same thing as a trailer full of hogs. It, it's uh, uniquely challenging to move livestock or, uh, or uh, goods in the cold chain, and uh, we need some flexibilities that recognize the difference. He says DOT would be open to legislative or regulatory solutions, but again, safety will be paramount. What we have to do is, is support those flexibilities and, and maintain safety at the same, at the same time. Uh, of course, we have that both with the, the hours of service exemptions and the electronic logging device exemptions um, that, that have been extended. But we're open to a number of different approaches, uh, provided we're satisfied that, that uh, the, the core safety obligations of the department are being met. Farm groups have argued the last several years with exemptions in place could provide safety data critical to the decision-making process. Finally today, administration officials are weighing the approach to heat stress issues, something that could have a big impact on the nation's farm workers. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration hosted a virtual stakeholder meeting today about a possible heat injury and illness prevention rule. In opening remarks, Secretary of Labor Marty Walsh referenced lives lost during his time as a construction worker. He said climate change is bringing more dangerously hot days. So the problem hasn't gone away. The problem hasn't gotten better. It's only gotten worse. And it's past time that we take action and provide workers with the protections that they deserve. Some industry groups pushed back, saying they already provide workers adequate protection. But among farmworker advocates, there were groups seeking a federal standard that would consider the precarious status of some employees. Myra Ryder from Farmworker Justice said enforcement should include surprise inspections. So that agency inspectors are able to observe the conditions to which workers are actually exposed. Furthermore, the prospect of unannounced inspections is an incentive for employers to follow safety guidelines. 
Wearable cooling packs and clothes that cause sweat to evaporate were presented as technologies that help reduce the risk of heat illness. Safety advocate and coach Taisha Coleman said both employers and workers can be intimidated by OSHA rules. Education before people even get their first job could help. We know that everyone one day will enter the workforce. Let's find a way to give our most precious resources the tools they need before they need them, before anyone else has the opportunity to take them away. There's more on agriculture's reaction to OSHA's proposed rule at agripulse.com. Amy Mayer, Agripulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. From 2019 to 2020, U.S. agriculture reduced its overall emissions by 4.3%. Sustainability, it's just what farmers and ranchers do. Learn more at fb.org sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.